Welcome back to Through the Doors with Hunter Daily. I'm here with Karen Durham, and today we're going to be talking about the farmer support and farmer's wives. Karen, I got a question that I like to ask everybody. What do you call the pocket on your shirt? I don't know. <laughs> the pocket on your shirt, I guess. <laughs> Alrighty. So what all, like, have you seen in, like, you grew up, did you grow up on a farm whenever yes. you were? I am probably an exception. Because I have lived on the same acreage my entire life. Really? Uh, except for the years that I was at college and like four months right after we were married until my mom and dad moved to town. We lived in another house, but other than that, I've lived on the same acreage my entire life. Wow. <laughs> so you all went through the the great big flood in ninety three and Oh yeah. <laughs> what what all has impacted like would all that impact your family quite a bit? It, luckily, Mom and Dad had moved to town already, so we were forced out of our home at that time. And but we were able to move to Morgan and stay with them. Um, I believe Dave said we were out of our house. I've forgotten now how long he said, but it was a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, the kids, of course, it was mostly during the summer, but they were involved in 4-H. And the Carroll County Fair was going on, so there yeah. was tons of problems of getting them to get it there and have all the projects done and that kind of stuff. But. So, what all have you seen as a farmer's wife or support person? What all have you seen through whenever y'all first started and to now? You got almost equipment almost running themselves. Yes. Um, it's kind of, ours is kind of a unique situation because we are a, a fifth generation farmer. So it, um, of course we had a, a good German background. So we're very, my grandparents, great grandparents were very frugal and were mainly interested in building a farm and being able to pass that on to future generations. So, um, it was probably, it was a lot harder for them than, of course, than it is for us. Yeah. But in 69, uh, my dad incorporated the farm, which was kind of a new concept at the time, the farmers in this area anyway. And so at that time, he divided it into shares. And that was also, it was for tax advantages. Plus, it was to be able to pass the farm on to us three girls. He was probably pretty sure he wasn't going to have any farmers yeah. <laughs> unless they married a farmer. So... That, that was what he did to pass that on to to us. So technically, we we have not had to struggle like other like other farmers did starting mm -hmm. out. There, if when Dave came in '74, there was no way that he could have just started out, you know, to buy buy land or equipment or anything like that. He had come from the boot deal. And his dad had farmed for a while, but finally just gave it up and went work for, to build roads. Really? So one thing that Dave always kind of chuckles about is his dad said, whatever you do, don't be a farmer. <laughs> well, it looks like you turned out to be a pretty successful one. <laughs> he did. It's he did. good. Now, you all have two grandchildren. Do you think that Dave will pass it on to the months of them and they'll take it on from there that is our hope we don't we don't pressure them or anything of we, were, course. We, were, we didn't know for sure that kyle was going to come back to farm so yeah. that was that was a, a really good thing when he came back and 
uh, we hope that the boys will be interested in that. But we have we have also met with financial planners so that we can financially pass that on to future generations without a lot of tax liabilities. Yeah. So from bringing him lunches to late nights in the field, what has been the most struggle for you as a farmer's <laughs> wife? I think probably the most stressful times were when the children were young. Really? Because that was when, you, especially during harvest and planting season, you were pretty much a farm widow. Yeah. <laughs> and making sure that the kids got the things that they needed to be. Plus, after the kids finally got to school, I went back to work full time at the bank too. So there was a lot of transportation problems and stuff until Kyle was able to drive and then that helped us a lot. Yeah. So would you would you change anything? I don't think so. I, I love retirement. Do you? Um, I, in fact, I even wrote, well, when you were talking about stressors, I kind of said, well, the weather, weather has been stressful, you know, floods oh. and droughts. I was trying to count up, I think, I counted six or seven floods that we've actually lived through. Not nothing like '93 was, but yeah. still small floods. Markets—you never know what markets are going to do, so that's always something to to deal with. Um, like I said, we were we want to pass the farm on to the next generation, so that's a that's a kind of a stressor. You have to figure all that out, and hopefully that it'll work like you want. Um, there's no—you're not going to move around. A lot of people, you know, may change jobs or whatever and move to different locations. You're not no, going to do that. No, with farming. Well, that was those were those were some of the stressors. But in the in the big scheme of things, um, they they are very small. And would you want to live before all the technology and having to deal with all the? problems like with the new tractors or having John Deere come out all the time? <laughs> that would be a good question for Dave because he uh, he does deal with a lot of, a lot of that about uh, the expense of everything. Oh yeah. Uh, can't fix it yourself lots of times. Yep. Uh, he does do a good job though and YouTube's been a big help. <laughs> they do a lot of YouTubing. That's... But uh, yeah that's uh, that's been you would think when you paid that kind of money for free equipment that you wouldn't have the breakdowns like you yeah. did, but it happens. <laughs> breakdowns are going to always occur, yeah, and it's right. just if it's going to be something small or and simple or if it's going to be hard and complex. Exactly, and if you can get your parts. Yeah. And if you have parts are always yeah. Parts are always an issue, it yes. seems like. Yes. Now, do you have any – I see you have some notes. What I do. <laughs> I was just going to kind of give you a little bit of background just on Dave and myself. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I, John and Vihaya were my parents, and we had there were just the three girls. I was the middle child of that in that situation. Um, went to Northern High School, graduated from University of Missouri with a master's degree, and that was where I met Dave. Uh, we both were going to school at the time. Um, we, we both graduated in 1974 May, married in June. And brought, I brought him back with me to to farm, and so that was a that was a good deal. And uh, uh, I went to work right away, full time at Citizens Bank of Northern until the kids were born, and then I stayed was a stay at home mom, and did that until they went back to school. Now Dave, like I said, his 
came from Wittenfield. Uh, he had graduated from Woodman High School where he was in FFA and was actually a state officer at one time. Uh, he received his BS degree in anti-husbandry and um, then even and still now is actively involved in organizations like he's been on Farm Bureau Board, he's been uh, the Soybean Merchandising Council, USB, uh, he's currently chairman of the soy diesel um, plant and also or, and also a, a corn growers or a ethanol plant. So he keeps pretty busy. And yeah. that was another thing when the kids were little, he did have to do quite a bit of traveling. So that was kind of, there was still that too. <laughs> yeah. Now Kyle went off for a couple of years and then he came back to the farm and yes. <laughs> that did that help you all? Did he bring back quite a bit of knowledge coming he back did. from college? He did. And uh, we, he was always interested in FFA and was very active within it and 4-H, but we never really got the impression that he wanted to farm. When he went to school, he actually went into ag journalism. That was his plan. But uh, in, let's see, 2003, all of a sudden he decides, I think I'd like to help farm. So that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and he came back and, and he's been a great help. That's good. Yes. Do you, so would you want to... Would do you still like living on farm and moving out for the flood? There's always the consequences and the upsides of living out in the country and on the farm. That's true. Uh, we did do a little bit of preventive planning when we built our new house. Dave pulled in a lot of dirt, and so we actually built our house on a hill oh. where there's no hills in the yeah. flats of Carroll yeah. County. So um, our we had, it's a two-story, but the, the bottom story is just garage and storage, and the up, the upstairs is up on the hill. So we did do a little preventive planning there. Did, did you have to move out in 19? We did in 93, yes. Now, in 19, we did actually have to. We, we were afraid they might turn the electricity off, and that would have been the deciding factor for us yeah. to move. But no, we, we didn't. Other than that, we didn't. Did y'all have it in the basement in the garage area? They had sandbags in front of the garage doors and stuff, and so we had very little water damage. That's good. Yeah. Now, we, Kyle and his family, they had to move out. Yeah. They got surrounded. Yeah, our, we even had water surrounding us. I bet you All did. the way up here. I bet you did. Now, would you, would you want to change anything? Like, would you want to go back to whenever they... Parts weren't high and nothing wasn't that very expensive or <laughs> oh I guess it's always a trade-off <laughs> yeah you just have to be a good manager anymore so you know you have to have to not get yourself in too deep like Dave and I the only thing we ever borrowed money for was to buy extra shares so that at some point that we could have total control of the farm because like I said my dad and mom gifted shares to all three of us children and mm -hmm. so we had just eventually bought those up and then we were able now he did uh, that was Don Howe Farms at that time in 69 uh, Dave in 2018 also formed, formed Durham Farms LLC and it's the major operation um, part of the farm so we left all the acreage in the Don Howe Farm Corporation but the equipment the house that type of Bins, yeah, kind of they're all in the, in the LLC. Good deal. 
Now I have one more question for okay. you. Okay. What's your favorite tractor and why? Oh, John Deere. <laughs> it's yeah. always been John Deere. <laughs> I was raised with John Deere, so that's that's just me. Do you have a certain one? No, I no. We no. went through them all, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the best blessings I did write that down too, Hunter. I wanted to share with you. I love farm life. Winters are great because you have a lot of freedom. Dave's home all the time. So yeah. We can do things like that. Um, they, we have good financial planners, so that helps keep a lot of stress down. Uh, we have the frugal ancestors. We try to be good stewards. And um, David's been good for me. Be good. Thank you for listening to this episode of Through the Doors. Be sure to tune in next time where I talk to another agriculturalist from my community.